Hello there, and welcome to the podcast. This is AZ Gigolo, a.k.a. Dr. Dave, and I'm doing things a little bit backwards today. Uh, what happened? I found a podcast that I had done with Madison Malone, AZ, uh, about a month or a month or two after we had done our original co- podcast. Uh, it was a couple, seems like a year and a half, two years ago. That was more than that, like two years ago now, maybe a little longer. Um, and that one was regarding, if you all remember, if you scroll back through my uh, podcast history of episodes, uh, was about single women in the lifestyle. And we had a, a really good conversation. Well, after that, her and I, I mean, we may have even done it on that particular podcast. I don't recall, but uh, we had discussed. She had some ideas, and I had some ideas that she could really talk, you know, professionally and uh, uh, more uh, eloquently about than I could because it was more in regards to women's uh, issues and things within the lifestyles. Anyway, so we did a follow up episode, um, and one of them was anal sex, and so that's the one that I found. I had this folder with some videos of us and 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 the podcast, and just some things were going on. I think like. COVID had kind of started happening or yeah, it was whatever. So I got lost sidetracked. So I want to apologize to her, apologize to you all that I didn't get this episode out sooner, but, um, that's what's going to follow after I finish my little, uh, monologue here. Um, so it will, the music will play the intro and all that, and then it'll flow into the episode. Um, but what I, I want to discuss a few things, do my little house cleaning. So first of all, you, you'll, will notice that my normal co-host or, my recently normal co-host, uh, the Desert Vixen, is not with me, unfortunately, today. Um, that, not that uh, there's anything that she, well, actually could contribute uh, to this episode, but there was no really opportunity since it's been pre-recorded for her to uh, talk about. But maybe I'll ask her some questions about it um, next time she joins me, which will hopefully be soon. Um, <clears throat> also, uh, I just wanted to discuss something from the last episode that uh, her myself and her husband the geeky cuckold had done uh regarding um the uh meet and greet that we went to that did not go according to how we had hoped it would um those of you that have listened to it i've got all the most of the feedback was really good and then was had one uh individual on twitter that expressed uh expressed a view that it irritated me and <laughs> probably irritated those two as well because he just copy and pasted lazy uh his his thoughts and response uh to the episode and uh basically felt as though we were bashing older people so he was clearly butthurt you know because he considers himself older and feels that we were bashing them and he clearly didn't listen to the episode it's like when you you're talking to somebody about something they just get focused on the one thing you say and that's all they can see in their head and they, they can't hear your explanation of it or you know how you develop that conversation all they hear is that one thing you said and they get hung up on that and they aren't even listening anymore they're just waiting for their turn to clap back at you so that's clearly what this guy did but just to clarify and to him i don't really give a shit anymore because i gave my response to him basically it was a f you listen to it again if you're butthurt i'm sorry then that's your your issue uh, but there was no nothing against anyone older clearly you know a lot many many of my lifestyle encounters have been with what will be called mature couples or mature women that were older and sometimes much older than i am so i have no problem with that what we were discussing was there was a lack of diversity in general. Anybody listening to the episode with uh, any coherent thought and an open mind would understand and, and realize that we're talking there was a lack of single males. There's a lack of of um, any other <laughs> colors there. You know, it's basically just white, 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 white. Um, 
lack of age diversity. And that was one of the things we pointed out. You know, we may have pointed out a couple times, but that was one of the things we pointed out. So just want to clarify that it was nothing against anyone mature or older. And that guy just had his own issues that he needs to seek therapy or resolve on his own. Uh, one of the other things, so that was just the cleanup from uh, last episode. So one of the other things that I just want to <laughs> gripe about Venter about, about while I'm here. This one's just a personal annoyance and I just want to get it out there is like, and this isn't just Twitter or social media or lifestyle. It's just in general. Like, what is it with people that when they have a birthday, number one, they have to let everybody know, which is about how sad is your life that you have to tell complete strangers, Hey, today's my birthday. Okay. Who gives a shit? Great. You were born on the day. Good job. Congratulations. A lot of effort put into that. And then what even makes it worse when people are like, Oh, it's my birthday week. It's my birthday month. It's like, no, no, no. The word is birthday. That's it. It's over. You get your day. It's done. It's not your birthday week. It's not your birthday month. You know, people invite you. Oh, it's my birthday week. We're going out. I'm like, all right, well, it's your birthday. Let me know. I may go out and buy you a drink then, but I'm not celebrating the whole fucking month that you're born. So that's annoying enough. But when like grown ass men have been doing it lately on Twitter, it's like, hey, it's my birthday, everybody. I'm like, is your life that sad? Like your family calling you and wishing you a happy birthday isn't enough. You got to let the whole world know. I mean, it's pretty pathetic. Just. Enjoy your birthday. Those that care about you and that you care about, they wish you a happy birthday. Great. If they don't, no big deal. It's just another day. Anyway, had to vent that out. And then, of course, I got to get on my single guys. Um, something I've been seeing, and it's not just recently. It's been going on for uh, quite some time. Um, and it's this, I, I don't understand these guys. Well, I do understand. It's just, it's, um, I don't know how to put it. This is one of the things that gives single males a bad name. Guys will send out their you know, fishing it to all these couples or maybe just one or two and they'll get a good response. You know, these guys may be skilled enough to talk and seem like decent people, meet them out. It's like, okay. And these hot wives or couples, whatever, agree to meet with them. Right. And they may play with them once, maybe twice. And then the guys either ghost completely disappear and start bullshitting. You know, maybe the wife wants to see him. It's like, Hey, and they're like, Oh, I got this. I got this going on. Kids, blah, blah, blah. Or they'll lie and say, oh, well, and you find out they had a girlfriend, right? It's like, oh, well, I was actually seeing this girl and we're working it out. And, you know, probably the hot wife for couples a little put off, like, oh, well, I wish you would have told me that. We would have never done this, but okay, your slick ass did that. And so then the guy disappears, right? For a year, the couple didn't give a shit. They gave up. And then a year later or shit, a few months later, the guy's like hits him up. Oh, hey, what's going on? And the hot wife couple's like, Hey, what, what, what do you want? It's like, well, you know, just thought we'd get together again. And it's, guys, it's pathetic. It's like, oh, so shit didn't work out with your girlfriend. So you want to go back to somebody that's easy, lie to them again. So you can do the same shit over. Guys, don't do that. It's pathetic, transparent, and sad. And again, one of those things gives single men a bad name in the lifestyle and your name gets put out there. This dude has a girlfriend. He's a liar. They fight sometimes and he gets horny and then just wants the easiest pussy that he's had before. My other, Note is to you women or couples, don't give in to that. Don't reward that bad behavior. Just cut that asshole out. Say, nope, sorry about that. You lied or you ghosted or whatever. Maybe this will teach you with the next couple not to do that or be honest with your girlfriend and work shit out there and stop being pathetic. So just wanted to get that out there. So rolling into the episode here, um, it's pretty self-explanatory, but I just thought, you know, it's one of those, um, topics. It's, <laughs> it's, we're all aware of it. You know, people have anal sex, whether it's, Male on female, male on male, female on male with pegging and stuff that happens or female on female, same as that. Um, you know, you, you see it and again, everything's back to porn for me, right? Cause it just ruins the, uh, the expectations for a lot of things. But you see it in porn, it's like, Oh, that's great. It was super easy. Guy met this girl. 
at a bar, bent her over, had anal sex. Yeah, no, that's not how it goes. So this episode one takes explain things, let guys really understand like what's entailed in doing that, why some women may be more open to it, while others may be like, hell no, nowhere near there, don't even say the word anal. Um, and then some kind of tips on, you know, what to do to prep for it or what to do or maybe how to handle it if things kind of get messy and go wrong, which happens often because, you know, our control of our inside of our biological processes is very limited. You know, our body's going to do what it do, you know, and that, again, when we get sick, it does what it does, maybe with some help of medication, maybe it just heals on its own, but we really have no control over those things. We can facilitate it and try and make things better. In this case, you know, cleaner and slower, <laughs> the bi biological processes so things don't get messy. But I just thought it's a topic that really never gets addressed kind of in an open uh, lifestyle manner. And, it, you know, it's just a frank conversation. And uh, some people get grossed out by it, but, you know, it's happened. We all do it. We all squat down to relieve ourselves in one way or the other every day, several times a day, once a week, whenever it may be. So I just thought it was a very um, poignant topic to address uh, within the lifestyle. And, as you know, you all know, I, I try to gear this podcast towards single males, but this is again applicable to everyone because it's something that we may all have experience, want to experience, or just be curious about. So with that said, I'm going to go ahead and let the episode roll in. Again, you're going to hear it as it usually begins with the uh, musical intro and uh, me rolling into my pre-monologue for the episode and just want to thank everybody for uh, joining me and hope you enjoy it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back, and I am honored to welcome you to the 2021 edition of the Stag Stable Podcast. This is a gathering place to analyze and discuss a wide range of topics related to the single male experience in the adult sexual lifestyle, from the perspective of not only single guys, but females and couples as well. Now, like it or not, I will continue to be your host, AZ Gigolo, a.k.a. Dr. Dave, and I am super excited to have you all join me as we continue to progress on this journey together. I invite you to sit back wherever you may be, relax, perhaps pour yourself a glass of your preferred spirit, or settle into your car seat, never both at the same time, please. Give a listen, enjoy, and perhaps learn something new as we proceed to pull back the covers, open our minds, and get after it. Hello everyone and welcome back. This is AZ Gigolo, aka Dr. Dave, coming at you with another podcast. Uh, today's podcast is a follow-up. Um, you heard myself and Miss Madison Malone uh, have a nice discussion about uh, single females in the lifestyle a few weeks back. And just doing a follow-up on some stuff we had mentioned because her and I had planned on doing some follow-up shorts um, just regarding some uh, topics that come up in the lifestyle. And one of the ones we had discussed, actually two of them, one we had discussed was um, sex in the lifestyle when a female is on her period. And the next one, the other one was um, just sex and lifestyle regarding anal sex. So that's what we're going to address today. We're going to discuss anal sex and from a, a guy's perspective. And, you know, as you all know, I always blame everything on porn, but I, I hear this from, from, um, women and couples a lot of that is that some guys, whatever you're showing up to for a date or whatever. And, um, you just expect it's like a porn. You think, okay, well, she does anal, so I'll flip her over and we'll do anal. Well, it just doesn't work like that. Like most women need to be prepared for that. Um, 
unless you're well even so if you're you know some professional porn actress i mean some of these women will like starve themselves for so many hours they know their bodies so they don't have anything right in the anal canal or whatever and they they can do you know clean it out or whatever but and that that's the professional most (laughs) don't want to call them normal women but women that aren't in the industry and just the lifestyle they'll generally do their cleaning out to the best of their ability but even then sometimes depending on how her bowels are working, how long you may be, you may still get, excuse the expression, but me and my friends used to call it a little mud on the helmet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, you know, that's just what it is. That's facts. And so today I thought, you know, it's one of those, I don't want to call it taboo topic, but it is a taboo, pa- taboo topic that people don't discuss in depth. And, um, uh, Madison uh, Malone AZ is the, the perfect one to discuss because she has quite a bit of experience in that and preparation and understanding how that works. So I wanted to welcome her. Welcome. Hi there. How are you? Wonderful. Nice to see you again. Glad to have you back. And I'm sure they are too as well. So just uh, what I mentioned the fir- at first about, do you, do you find that with guys that they just assume? I mean, they don't yeah, realize think, it goes into Well, it. in their defense, yeah. <laughs> we've made our bathroom behavior really mysterious. Yes. We don't fart or poop around right. you for months sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we go to the bathroom in groups right. and we come out and we look different. So, you know, I, I just think that a, the average man doesn't realize that when he's watching a porn, there was a lot of preparation that goes into it. I think he just doesn't, it's it's out of sight, out of mind. They don't want to think about that <laughs> detail, so they don't think about it. And then they wonder why their partner doesn't want yes. to do anal with them because right. it's not just for cleanliness, but it's also for comfort. Yes. I mean, it's very uncomfortable if you haven't prepared properly, right. but... We know we're going to be the one to clean up any mess that might be there. It's not like you're going to offer and get, I mean. Uh, my defense, I'm one that will clean. <laughs> if you got to plug in some zone, I'll clean that off. I'll clean the bed. I'll usually, if if it happens, if something comes out, I'm like, I don't care. It doesn't make yeah. a difference to me. But you're I'm like, dumb. I don't want her to be, right. I don't want her to be embarrassed. I'll like cover it up. Oh, I hope she doesn't see it and get all freaked out. Because it's no big deal. I mean, it's just part of the deal, you know. And I think that I have learned over time, my favorite clients usually are doctors because they're not weirded out by bodily fluids. And I mean, it could be anything, Mm -hmm. but with anal, obviously you just, it's just, it's a mood killer. It doesn't smell nice. (laughs) You know, it's, and it's just like a a hard pause in any activity that was, that was going on. So yeah, I just think if, if they were able to breach the subject with their partners, more delicately with more forethought, then they might have a better result. Yes. And find that their partner really actually does enjoy anal right. stimulation exactly. because it's quite pleasurable. Right. The women that enjoy it really enjoy it. And it's again, this is guys like not just the anal, but you just again this is about appreciation what women go through just to get ready for dates and encounters yeah. like that is a lot goes into it. I I, I have clients, so I charge a, an extra fee, but mm. it's a fee for my time right. because I'm basically tethered yes. to the bathroom of my house right. for anywhere from an hour to multiple hours, depending on how long of an appointment I'm preparing for. Right. Um, and that's time I could be doing anything else that I wanted to do. Do you do it's, that with every appointment or do you know that certain clients um, want certain things? I I do that for every longer appointment just because I figured there's, I might get bored of just two holes, right, right, right. you know? Yeah. Um, but and then if they've requested it, okay. they usually, you know, my, my screening process eliminates a lot of the people who don't, haven't been doing this before because mm. they're 
afraid of my verification process when they're a newbie a lot of the time. Right. So I usually get somebody that's seen a couple of providers before. So this is not, it's old hat. Okay. They've, they've okay. seen it before that okay. there's an additional fee. But when it's somebody who is kind of new to even inquiring about, mm. it's called Greek in my yes. business. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when they're new to inquiring about it and they're, they're nervous and they've never even thought to ask for it mm. before the first time they ask. And I say, yes, it's absolutely on mm. the table, but I need to just know in advance right. and there's a fee. And then they, they assume I don't like it. Well, I don't want to do it if you don't like it. Right. And I'm like, no, I actually quite enjoy yes. it. I just quite enjoy not having hiccups right. in my play. Right. Right. <laughs> so I just have to explain it to them because they've never, you know, when, when you're turned on looking at porn, you're not yes. thinking about what went yeah. into yeah. the making of it. That's a buzzkill. Or the pause they may have had to clean stuff up to get back to it. You don't see that, right? You just see a little blur and like, oh, this was continuous. No, there was an hour where they had to clean up a mess or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that's what you had mentioned. I think that in porn, they do that. I should stop saying that. In professional porn, they do that as well. I think the women get paid more. And I'm sure men do too. Well, Yeah, they do. They get paid that, more. Yeah, for it's, that. That makes sense. Yeah. Anything, so anything that they don't consider like basic sex is extra, you know, girls who do extreme penetrations, double penetrations, um, anything BDSM, those, they all have an increase in pay. Um, but it's not that they don't like it. It's just that that's right. It's 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 all the extra preparation. I charge extra for, um, BDSM appointments because I'm naturally with men more submissive. Mm -hmm. I'm more dominant with women, yeah. but in my business, I never get submission submission requests. It's yeah. always domination yes. requests, and I have to get myself into a, yeah. the right headspace to embody what they're looking for. Otherwise, I break character and it ruins their experience. Yes, absolutely. So sometimes it's prepara- It's always preparation time. Right, right. I'm not charging extra. I'm, if I don't want to do something, yeah. I have the luxury of just not doing exactly. it. I make enough money. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, even in this, if someone's not. Uh, do what you do as a business that they, they as well there's some you don't enjoy you have the right to say no i mean there are women out there that don't enjoy anal and i don't i at first i used to think oh, i shouldn't say this i say i'm sure some of them it is a physical thing because people are built yeah. differently but it's also there's a big mental component with that and the preparation i'm sure they've been tried some guy in high school tried to jam it in or whatever oh it hurts it's yeah like, well yeah or they had uh, a, like a slip like they Yes. They tried to take a 12-inch stroke with yes, a 6-inch exactly. penis, and they missed the exactly. hole. And so they're like, no, I don't like it. Well, yeah, I wouldn't like it either if that's how I went, you know, prison style. I don't want that. Yeah. But if you can relax and open up. And and I think we're skipping over one important component. If she's agreed to let you put it in her butt, mm-hmm. you know, there's you should do some analingus first. Yes. Lick it. You know, the, all of it. So the sphincter muscle yes. is like the only part of your butt, to mm-hmm. my knowledge, I mean, you're the doctor that has really muscle control, right? Right. So relaxing the entry point is key in making a, 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 a pleasurable experience for her. So fingers, a small butt plug, right. a little, a little bullet vibrator, something I've found for me when I'm, if I'm clenching up and I'm not relaxing mm. a vibrator on my clit, it relaxes, relaxes. it. Yeah. It relaxes the other areas that I, you know, it makes it so right. that I can accommodate. I mean, that's how yeah. I, can accommodate you. Right. <laughs> well, so, and that I, I misspoke when I wholeheartedly agreed there. So the sphincter is obviously very important because that's the entry point. But, and again, not to get in too far into the weeds, the whole rectum is a muscle. Yeah. And that's it, what pushes. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry we're getting there, but it is. It pushes the feces down or whatever. Yeah. So even with the, the vagina, when you have to, we have to look inside a woman's uterus, you know, yeah. to check for things. We have what we call dilators in medicine. 
it's essentially it's like a you know a finger butt, or a butt yeah plugger. It's like a butt plug so <laughs> it goes in there and your muscles get used you know it's tight at first and uncomfortable and maybe a little cramping but then it'll open up because your muscle relaxes and gets used to it but just yeah. like any sphincter kind of does that i have found the men who understand and don't ever balk mm-hmm. at the the reasoning behind the additional expense are men who are have played with their own yes. prostate Yes. They've done some prostate play because they've had an experience themselves right. where it was either not the cleanest, mm-hmm. even if they thought they had cleaned yeah, it really well. Um, but there's tools. That's one of the reasons yes. we wanted to do this follow-up episode. They make little like bulb enemas. Well, we'll get to it. I want to get into yeah. the details of it in a minute. But yeah, that's, again, guys, you know, some guys do the pegging or whatever. And I, I don't want to guarantee, but most guys, I would venture to say don't understand or do the cleaning process as well as women so i don't know if this is even this may be applicable to men who enjoy anal sex or it, it is very much so, so. excellent so this is not just for women out there or single males this is for guys that enjoy whether it's pegging or anal sex with your partner so um then that's what i want to get to next what's let's go through your process i mean i'm sure you have it down. so um the biggest thing like because i'm not doing a, you know when they shoot on a porn set a mm-hmm. professional porn set those shoots can take hours mm-hmm. and you have to account for digestion yes. because no matter how good you clean it out, your body is still doing That's what right. your body is going to do. That's right. So if I have a short appointment, if I'm, you know, I've got a two hour appointment mm-hmm. or something like that, I can do a quick prep. Okay. I only need to clean out so much, yeah, you know, yeah. because I, I'm not going to digest in right. that time period. So I have a, they make a bag. It's like, it's called a, a water douche enema kit. They, mm-hmm. It's a big box. It's usually on the bottom shelf of a CVS or a Walgreens. It's a red, it looks like a whoopee cushion, mm-hmm. and it's got a tube that attaches to it. You yep. fill it up with, I just fill it up with regular water mm-hmm. because I'm not trying to mess with my body's pH and all the right, other right, stuff. Right. I fill it up with like tepid water, mm-hmm. um, a little a little less than warm Mm -hmm. so that it's not a shock to my system because if I put it in cold, then all the muscles clench and and the cleaning doesn't happen. So you want it to be kind of close to your body temperature and you just fill the bag up and then gravity does the work. It's got a big tube and a little thing, a little slim, like probably less than a quarter inch diameter um, stick. That's Mm -hmm. like a tube. Mm-hmm. A hard tube that you, do you put need up. To lube, lube it up. And, um, yeah. Generally, if I I do this like in the bath, like while while I'm taking a bath or something, getting ready. But if you're not in, if you're not wet, I mean, yeah, yeah you would want to put some kind of probably silicone base is going to be better. But I find that if I lube it, then it slips right. I have to uh, hold it yeah, the whole yeah. time. So you just there's a little lever you open it so right. that the water has flow and then you fill it up to whatever your comfort level is. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do a regular douche, like a medicinal douche, yeah. you usually do it while you're laying on the ground yeah. or on your side mm-hmm. and you lay, leave it in there for a long time because mm-hmm. it's for like constipation. Yes, yes. This is just to clean out. You just need the first, you know, six to 12 inches, right? right? If you're just for a quick clean up. Yeah. So I don't generally lay down and like go through that yeah. whole process. Cause it can cause cramping and stuff. I just fill it up and your body tells you when it's like, yeah. Oh, I'm full. Yeah. And then everything just kind of comes out that would come out so naturally you do it in the tub or over the toilet. I do it over. The, so I, I hang the bag from the shower rod yeah. and I sit on the toilet. Yeah. Um, there's also these l- smaller ones that it's like a, a bulb, like the things that you clean a kid's ear out with yeah, yeah. and it's got that you screw the little 
stem on it mm-hmm. and you you fill up the bulb with water it mm-hmm. doesn't give you as good of a clean out but in a pinch for a guy that's just wanting a little prostate play with yeah, some yeah, fingers yeah. that's perfect yeah. uh for for like anal you kind of yeah. want to clean it better you can do i've heard in the gay community a lot um i guess in a pinch if they're taking somebody home from a bar mm-hmm. and they don't have a kit with them yeah, in their yeah. car they'll just use a water bottle They'll literally just stick the tip of a water bottle in their butt mm. and squeeze the water bottle yeah, to clean it out. I mean, there's things you can do in a pinch, but yeah. at the end of the day, if if you don't have any of those options available and you have a woman that's amenable to anal, yeah. maybe just get in the shower together and start your play in the shower yeah. so that you can use the soap and your fingers yeah. and swirl and just clean at least a couple of inches yes. on the inside so yeah. that she doesn't get embarrassed exactly. and exactly. shut the whole party down. Yep. I am, um, and so I don't know when you were saying that. I kept thinking about a lot of that. Sounds a lot like when you get a colonoscopy. I mean, yeah, it's from the other end because you're taking the go lightly or whatever to yeah. just basically poop, poop it out. But that's what it's doing. It's cleaning. Yeah, so, you know, it's just it's a process. And I mean, like for porn sets, I know my my girlfriend Danielle. Mm-hmm. She's a ATV uh, or a first FTV first time video. Danielle Delaney. She's a really good friend of mine, yeah. and uh, she when she showed she emailed me her anal prep that mm. she would like give to girls like yeah. that were asking her hers is extensive mm. it because she was doing like extreme penetrations yeah, okay. and she was on set so it's going to oh, take a long yeah, time yeah. they're going to have breaks and stuff yep. so she, hers was like two days of diet change Jeez. and then a whole day of like like a liquid diet first yeah and then she would also enema the last yeah. the, the day before and the morning of and it, i mean it just seemed like a lot. Yeah. Well, that again, like if you're doing that profession, because I'm, God, this is many years ago. I just Chloe something, but she was explaining her anal prep. She said there's, she would do something like that. There were certain things she couldn't eat. Um, maybe it was like greens or something, like for the 12 hours before set, but she had it down. Like, you know, you know your body, you know what's going to get you moving or not. You want to be drinking a, I was about to say a shit ton. It's probably appropriate. Shit ton of coffee beforehand. But yeah, you know what I mean? You got to know your body. Again, this is something that if you know you're going into and you want to do this. And I mean, if you are lucky enough to start dating a girl that has one of those red water bags yes. and you see it in the shower, that it's not normally in the shower, you can figure it's probably go time. Yeah. Okay. So that's <laughs> bothering me on a couple levels because I... As a kid, I'd see, I know it's what you're talking about, seeing my grandmother's or in my parents' bathroom, so I don't even want to I have think a, that. I have a meme that says if your grandma's furniture is covered in plastic, it's yeah. because she's a squirter. <laughs> it probably is. And she had that water bottle. I don't even want to think about it. Rest in peace, Grandma. God bless you. Hey, uh, listen, we've been doing this for, oh for as long as humans have been oh, yeah. around. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, and that's what it's, I don't remember the first, I think there was, this was way back, there was this couple out here, they were in Flagstaff. Went up there having this little party and the lady liked anal, but, and I don't want to say when it gets, whatever, when I, it gets, but it's not clean. It's, it, I'm like, yeah, it was like mud on the helmet. I'm like, did she not know? My, my, my most embarrassing moments sexually ever. And it was, it couldn't have been like a partner that like we were in a relationship. It was like a booty call guy. (laughs) It was so embarrassing. And I had, I had done like, 12, like a a good, I'm going to be there for 12 Mm. hours prep. I had prepped. For real, real. And I i don't know, maybe it's just my body yep. was just not agreeing just, with yeah. that program. And out of no, like, so, like, I didn't, I, there was no, like, gurgle. There was yeah. nothing to prepare me. Yep. And I was mortified, mortified. I two My two most, sex, most embarrassing moments, actually, were that same guy. 
And it was the other time we lost, we could not find the condom. We were not dating. There was like, we needed to verify where that condom went. And I was like, I'm, I was sure that it was in me. Yeah. And he was like, no, it's probably in the sheets. We ripped the whole bedroom apart, stripped the bed, lifted everything. It was not there. I ended up having to go down. He, this was in Miami in South beach on a weekend in like a, he lived in like one of the hip condo buildings yeah, yeah, yeah. and I had to go early as fuck in the morning. Like as the sun's coming up, I'm like, I've got an idea. I just, you're going to have to be my lookout. Yeah. And I, I literally pushed my, I pushed myself up against the wall of the pool with my knees hanging off the, uh, on the, the pavement, like the surround. Yeah. And cause there was like, some of the vents were high enough up that yeah. they were like, if I put my knees on the side of the pool it, and I had to like open myself up and get, let the water jet yeah. go inside me. And it came, it like thwap and hit him on the foot. Oh <laughs> and oh I saved myself a trip to the, yeah, ER, to the, um, yeah. not the ER. I probably would have gone to like a, an oh, urgent care God. or something, but yeah, that's you poor guy. Ago. I was thinking when I did my residency, we'd have, Guys come in the ER. They put all kinds of weird stuff in Oh, and I was in. Hey, guys, <laughs> let me just tell you, just stick with dildos, oh. and it should not. Oh, they be, do. It needs, it needs to have a base. You can't put it all the way I, in. You wouldn't believe the size of stuff that goes in. I swear, I've had half-full Heineken bottles, a huge dildo, biggest one I've ever seen, um, some other bottle that was in there. Oh, and a light bulb. So... A light bulb. Yeah, a light bulb. And you have to get surgery involved, OBGYN involved, because they're used to extracting stuff from sphincters and stuff. Anyway, I swear, all of them, everyone was like, Doc, I was getting out of the shower. Like, by the third one, I'm like, eh, I don't care how it happened. It's like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Don't tell me some bullshit story. It's like, I'm so glad that we're we're finally having a conversation in this country about Mm. sex in any way, because, like, people do some dumb shit. yeah. Yeah. They do. They go out there. I, like, just to avoid going to a sex shop yes. that the person doesn't even know your name. They don't care who you are. I guarantee you're probably not the weirdest person they had in nope. there that day. And so, and this is for you. You talk about you were in there. And so when it, stuff like that happens, I mean, I've had anal disasters with women and stuff. And I'm like, my first thought is, I don't want her to be embarrassed. But yeah. to me, it's like, this is, it's natural. Like, this is the risk we took. When but we most people aren't exposed. Like, you went through yeah. medical school. It is very different dealing with someone who's like yeah. been exposed. Most people are skeeved out by a, like a fart or a burp or spit even. Right. So you 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 just have to figure if this is somebody you care to ever sleep with again, right. be mindful of how embarrassed she's going to be yes. if it is yes. not the cleanest. And just, you know, reassure her. Yeah. Say it's no big deal and just get a don't get a white towel if you got something else. Get a colored, exactly. t- you know, like do whatever you can to minimize yes. it so that the party doesn't have to end right there. It's my, guys, don't jump up, what the fuck, or something like Like, you're just an asshole if you like, look, you fucking took the chance. You, If you take that chance and oh. you don't expect something to happen, then that's your dumbass fault. The other thing that I've noticed, men only have one hole. Yes. They don't have to worry about cross-contamination. Oh. This is extremely important. Yes. If you're going to pursue anal with anyone mm-hmm. and it's somebody you're using condoms with, mm-hmm. make sure you have enough condoms on hand yes. to switch condoms between holes. Yes. You never, ever, ever mm-hmm. want to put 
a condom that was in her butt back into her vagina. You don't want to put your... I know they do it in porn. Yes. That's why I'm saying the prep for professional porn is way more extensive. It's days at, at in many cases to ensure there's no bacteria that's going to get cross-contaminated in the woman's vagina because she can get a, a urinary tract infection, yes. other bacterial infections, and it can be really unpleasant. And that, and, and this is the same idea. with your fingers. Yes. Get, this is separate digits to the weeds too. It's like, Apart from it being disgusting, I've had women ask them go from, directly from their ass to the pussy. I'm like, I don't want to do that. It's not that it's even if it, even if you have like a wipey, a good right, but, a good disinfecting yes. wipe. If she's if she's into it and she knows she's prepped enough, then you know maybe the if prep, you're going to wipe it off. The problem is first. the bacteria in your anus, and there is E. coli in all our anus. I hate to break that to you all. You hear about E. coli getting people? It's in there. So even if you prep the best the the flora again, this is in the weeds. That are in your someone's but, ass listen, versus their vagina are completely different. So when you cross contaminate, that's when women like sometimes they'll have quote unquote oh. odors. It's because their pH is off. Some bacteria got in there. There's too much of one bacteria or too less of one. That's what yeah. causes that, guys. It's in women. It's not. And sometimes women can be um, allergic to like certain times of the month when I'm not when my body is not prepping for pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Like any other time of the month, if I have ejaculate in me. Mm-hmm. I know I need to rinse it out yes. pretty quickly because yes. my body sees that as a foreign substance. Yes. It's not supposed to be here right Absolutely. now. We're not ready for baby. PH, yes. And so my body will go bananas yes. and it creates odor. So if, if it's close to when I'm fertile, then my body doesn't have yes. that response. Yeah. Um, unless the, the person's not, you know, yeah. like, I, I don't very often have unprotected sex. So yeah. I don't really have this problem as right. much as some of my girlfriends have told me, but I know for me, when I am in a relationship and we're not using protection, there's like, absolutely. If it's not the week that I'm ovulating or the week of my period, the other two weeks of the month, my body will go crazy haywire if there's ejaculate in me. And every woman's different. I've had, there's been women I've been with like for, you know, long-term and every time I would come inside them, they'd be like the next three days. Oh, I think I got something. I'm like, it's not, it's just your body and my chemistry just does that for a couple of days and yeah. wash out immediately afterwards. So odor doesn't always mean something bad, guys. It's just, they can't control the pH and the vaginas can do what it does, but you can minimize that again. Like Madison was saying, changing condoms out, not using your fingers to, you know, go between their ass and their, their, their vagina. So. Just figure on like one hand and yes. actually it makes it way easier to stimulate both her vagina and her yes. ass if you're using different yes. hands if it. you try to do it with one hand yes. you're limited on how how far those right. fingers will move yes. so if you use like the thumb on one yeah. and then use the fingers on the other then you know you know yeah i always go again another crew. you go right is right why do what what was it no three in the pink one in the snake i always stated that but that's why you keep it clear so three in the vagina the pinkies in the ass yeah. there you go then you, you can't go finger. wrong right keep that straight well whoever uses a pinky well you know for the beginners you may need a little no but pinky. i mean like for anything else yeah, like no. when are you ever sticking yeah, a pinky in a girl's anything. vagina yeah yeah. That's exactly I think that's right. why that evolved. Exactly. I think so too. Right? <laughs> that's all they could fit in there. That's no, it's just like when are you ever going to go for a pinky yeah, in a girl's like, pussy unless yeah. you're fisting her? Oh man, it's just in balled up. But yeah, very true. Good point there. You don't go in balled up, dude. No, I mean, but you're once it's in, <laughs> once it's in there, your pinky's in there. Um, sidebar: <laughs> We have another video to do. That's right. Yes, we do. 
Um, yeah. So, so what was? So you talked about one. I want to talk about some of the items that you talked. So about. you can buy the 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 hot water bag, the right. douche and enema kit at CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, Amazon, I'm Target. Sure Amazon has them. But if you are, if this is something that you know you enjoy in your personal life, you have a partner that's you know it's wise to get the stainless steel kit that you can put directly onto your faucet. Mm-hmm. Um, they have them that will attach to your toilet. They have them that will attach to your shower. Oh, yeah. um, and it comes with a big stainless steel tube, just like the enema kit does. Okay. And they'll have different attachments. They have, there's one for douching. Yeah. So the one that's for douching sprays usually out the sides and the top. Okay. Uh, the ones that are for anal, for, right. for enema, they usually just spray out the top. Right. Um, but that. they'll have some that are like, that are longer. Mm-hmm. They'll have some that are flexible mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, but they have different ones. And I, I just ordered one. I was hoping it would arrive for our podcast today so I could show it right. on the video. But What's um, it called, that particular device? you know what it's called? Uh, if you just search, um, actually, I can probably pull up my... Yeah, because I know a lot of people want to look at that. Yeah. You know, people just don't know. You know I'll, I'll send you the link so you can okay, include it. Okay, I'll attach it, it to but, the um, podcast. It's in my Amazon orders. So, your orders. Just checking. Yeah, it's um what did what does it say in the description? It says Well, Amazon, I'm sure. Um, it's like Google. Shower Topia shower hose. So it's telling me similar ones. Um, where is my like, order? Right you here. could probably put in like anal douche. Yeah, you would say, Amazon. um, so this one is called bathroom handheld shower hose enema douche bidet. Okay. Yeah. Any of those keywords. Yeah. Like bring it up. if you do, um, stainless steel shower enema or douche, mm-hmm. it'll probably pull it up. Right. It's usually like, I'll show this to the camera in a second, but it's, it's like a stainless steel tube. And stainless steel attachment, so it's sterile. You oh, can excellent. you can boil yeah. it, and it'll be sterile. Yeah, yeah. Um, the th- the problem with the plastics is it's plastic. Yeah, you know, but they're good in a pinch. They're travelable. Yeah. And, so. if I, and this is just you know, from a guy's perspective. If you're doing it, ladies, if it's something you do a couple times a month, and you know you have a partner that enjoys that thing, investing in one of those is good. Oh, you can get the rubber kit at CVS. That I'm it's sure good that works even fine. just for like. I mean, it's so this one's got like a sprayer hose. I'm going to use it to clean my fucking bathtub out. Yeah. And it's good for like a bidet. Yeah. Um, this one can... Send that to me so I can I will. attach it. It looks like just a professional shower thing. You, I'll yeah. try and attach it so you all can yeah. see it. Yeah, and you know what? It's so funny. The da- Danielle, again, mm-hmm. it was her. She was like, why don't you have the shower room? And I was like, I don't know, because I... Because, you know, we travel for work. Right. And so it becomes... Does necessary. that travel? Is it a kit? Or um, no? Yeah. I'm So it, this kit comes with... So there's the tape that you put on like um, the the threading yes. for plumbing yeah, yeah, that tape. keeps the Plumber's water tape. from leaking. Yep, this one comes with the tape okay. and the hose. And it says that it's universal. Every so often you encounter some threads that are weird. Yeah. My old condo that um, you've been there, yeah. it, it was just an old building and they had these weird, 
it was like yeah, a different thread than right. is currently manufactured. Okay. But most of the time, they're universal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, and I was just thinking in the terms, because I know there's ladies that go to, you know, different events and parties around. If they're in yeah. anal sex, it might be something to just bring with you. I mean, you may, some of you ladies may already have this down. This is, uh, considering your podcast is specifically more geared towards people in the lifestyle. Right. That's why we were going to do the period episode, yes. because you sometimes you plan for these things. Yep. A year in advance. Yeah. If you're buying VIP tickets, oh, yeah. they're selling out within oh, yeah. the first couple of weeks. You're buying them a Both year the before rooms, the yep. next year's event. And you can't predict your period no. that far out. I don't care who you are. Right. Exactly. You, stress yeah. affects when yes. your period yeah. comes. Obviously, sex affects okay. when your period. But your diet, if, you, if you're fit and you get really oh, lean yeah. as a woman, your period That's will correct. stop. Yes. So you can't really predict that yep. a year out. And if a lot of couples, a lot of couples have rules that it's like we have to be in the same room when we're playing. If that's your agreement and you're going to an event a year from now and you guys cross your fingers, you're still together because that happens a lot too. Um, Somebody contacted me recently. He's going to Cabo for a lifestyle event in like for Halloween and he's recently divorced. So he he hit me up like, Hey, what are you doing (laughs) for Halloween? (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. But yeah, planning out. And I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Well, and that's why I think we should do a period follow up on because I have so so many hacks and women are like, Oh God, my weekend's ruined. I'm like, no, here's the thing. Uh, Could you in a pinch say, okay, you get a pass for this weekend or Mm -hmm. this week. Yeah. But she wants to have fun too. Yes, exactly. And 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 I'm sure most couples in their personal life, he doesn't mind a little blood. Mm-hmm. He knows the other guys at the party probably don't either. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to convince her and yeah. reassure her. But if she just knows it's not going to be an issue, yes. then she can just go about her night right. and not think about it. Exactly. And that, I've heard that so many times because I've told him, like, again, maybe the doctor, I'm like, I don't care if it's gushing blood. It doesn't matter to me. But and it turn. It's not that. It's about them being uncomfortable. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I think that men don't really understand. They think that them reassuring us yeah. is going to alleviate all of our. St- no, no, no. We have been given so many hangups yes. from society exactly. and our and the way that you know we treat women's sexuality yes. as a whole. She's already insecure just even having sex. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm just always, oh, that's just sex ketchup, baby. Let's go. <laughs> that's no, that li- lubrication. Like, that's right. It works for me. But I understand that it's uncomfortable. So Listen, I think- the first time that I ever had somebody like really say it didn't, like truly, didn't it matter. doesn't fucking matter, was my ex-husband. Hmm. And he pulled my tampon out with with his teeth. And it was the most awkward thing. <laughs> of course. But it was also like the most liberating night yes. that I was just like, oh, he was just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we weren't married yet. We were dating, but he was just like, who cares? That's right. Let's go. And like, he was saying who cares, yeah. but I was not believing who, the, right. who cares. And right. then when he fucking pulled the shit out with his teeth, <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess he doesn't care. Oh, well, that's, that's love right there. Good Lord. <laughs> that's amazing. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> but I think, I really think that that would be another helpful episode. I think we should do yeah. next on the, the, the period sex, but, um, but yeah, I think that gets, that covers it. Again, I'm going to attach um, Madison's information to you that want to contact her for specific. Hey, you know, we talked about it before. The lifestyle is not very welcoming to single males. And I get it. You know, it could have been a guy that was in a relationship that recently is right. single. I have a very good friend. His girlfriend, his 
of like seven years, she's a smoke show mm. and she's a beast in the sack from yeah. what I've seen in the videos that yeah. they've taken together. I never met her. I met him after they had split up, mm. but because she is such a fun time, mm-hmm. he basically lost all of his friends because they were, they wanted to invite her uh, and they didn't want her to be yeah. uncomfortable. So there's a lot of men that get kind of ostracized in the yes. lifestyle. And it's, I mean, I've heard so many times. My best friend is a guy. Mm. He said he was studying for the bar exam and he was like, I don't pay for sex. And I'm like, no, you're paying for the freedom to fucking study and pass your fucking bar exam. (laughs) And I gave, I gave him a reference, even though he had never seen a provider. He's Mm. my best friend. Mm. I gave him a reference and I told my friend who lived in New York at the time that he hadn't seen anyone, but he was my best friend Mm. and she agreed to see him. But I'm like, you have no business right now trying to get a new girlfriend when you're trying to pass the bar. But I mean, there's all different reasons. It's not a, it doesn't say anything about your manhood to call somebody who specializes in these scenarios when you want the right companion for an event or you just don't, sometimes you need to take some time. I think the biggest problem we make in dating is we don't take time to find ourselves again. And the best way to do that when you're a man and testosterone drives your hormone profile right. is, hey, have some fun. Yes. For like a, a agreed upon yes. set. This is the expectations. Yeah. And don't complicate your life with somebody until you're ready to step in yes. fully yes. into a relationship again. I'm right. going through that myself right now. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Um and actually, hey, guys, I'm single. I'm, <laughs> let's do it. By the way, putting the, the ad up. Um, <laughs> but honestly, reach out, guys. I know some, in, at least my local area, some of my, got some of my ex girlfriends, just people I know, like Madison, are some great providers for that. If you're uncomfortable and just out of the dating scene, you want somebody, you know, like I said, if you just want. just getting out of, like, you've been in a relationship with yes. one person and you haven't had any variety. And you have, she hasn't been intimate with you right. for. I really think the best use of my industry mm-hmm. is you've been married 10 years and now you're trying to date again yeah. and you haven't had, and she hasn't touched you in three and it's been all just you and your, you, you and Rosie Palmer right. and her sisters. Yes. Like get your, get yeah. your feet wet, yes. like fi- get a little variety in, yes. make sure that you feel completely in control of yourself yes. when you, Find that person right. and you meet her and you're like, I'm going to fucking knock her socks That's off. That's right. That's right. And yeah. don't be afraid to be honest. Like, if you reach out to providers, like whoever it is, just tell them, say, I haven't dated in a while. I'm uncomfortable. Like they, they love that. Yeah. Like, I mean, like honesty yes. and, and uh, dude, like, guide them the and place them to be vulnerable is with us. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's not just you have to show up and be some stud. That's not what it's about. They know why you're coming to them. I mean, they're providing a, a critical service. So, um, Anyway, so I appreciate that. I think that's yeah. valuable information. I really want to do the one on period as well because I know some women have reached out and asked about that because it's a huge issue that goes on. But I thought, and it was important because it, it's just come up a lot with people and it's you know, misconceptions I, with guys. So I don't know if you want to include this or not, but it's an idea I have. And the way that I see it is everyone has like the person that they want to date, right? Mm-hmm. They want to, like the guys want to date the girl that's, you know, fun, cool, yeah. chill, laid back, open-minded, Freaky, right? Which is a lot of the girls in my industry, right? Um, Women want to date someone that's not going to be overly controlling and jealous and insecure, which is a lot of the guys in the lifestyle. I want to do dating profile reviews. I want to offer a service where people can submit 
whatever they're existing, they're not getting the results they want. Right. They yeah. can submit their dating profile. So if it's a guy and he's looking for the right partner, he yes. can submit his dating profile with the you know 20, 25 photos. Yes. And we can put together, you and I could put together a room of yeah. females that would be their intended female. Because I think a lot of the time there's a misconception that women in my industry uh, like they, they, men have a tendency to put us in one box, and we right. can only sit in one box. Yeah. I have a family. Yeah, they, they, I have parents yes. that that love me. Right. I, I don't. I'm, I don't, I come from a less broken home than anybody I yes, know. That's right. My parents are still married. Yeah. And you know, like I yeah. think that they assume that if you can be all these fun things, yes. you can't be right. all the other things yeah. that they would want a relationship with. But the fact of the matter is, there's a lot of women that are being overlooked because right. they're being set put into one box. Yeah. And then the, the men are trying to like convince a girl who's not in that box to get into the fun box, yes. you know? Yeah. So I, I kind of want to, I would like to do yeah. like a cocktail, some kind of like a mixer with like people that I'd want to hang out with. And I want to do dating profile reviews yeah. and toy reviews. Yeah, that's great. In I, that, like, I don't know, you might, you may have followers that are interested. You may have people you've worked with in shooting that are interested. I've had a couple guys, and I think that that would be And I'm talking about the women, too. Oh, yeah. How, all yes. your shooting. And that's what I was saying. It applies not only like whatever, Tinder, Bumble, Go, whatever, Fish, whatever that one is, but also lifestyle profiles. I've had guys send me like, this is my lifestyle profile. Oh, like, I'm like, ooh. You and yeah. I are only sitting here because you wrote me <laughs> yes. an appropriate introduction. Yes. Uh, so I'm not, I, you know me. I'm yes. not at all racist. Nope. But my, no, my no. preference doesn't lean nope. towards nope. black men. nothing for her. It, it it's not my thing, and the minute we shot together and we posted anything, oh God, that's yeah. I was inundated with, yes. oh you like BBC yes. and just pictures of their dicks and I'm like I really I, and and, I and the only way that I know how to respond is the honest truth which yes. is really is not really yes. my thing. I like the human being that you are, yes. and you just happen to have a nice dick exactly. too. You know, like it, it works. I, tell, I never. But, I mean, it's obvious. if you send pictures, you don't don't say, "Oh, I'm a BBC." Or I'm a, what? Yeah. It doesn't make a difference. Just, uh, you, you, you wrote me. You wrote. I could tell that you had read my profile yes. because you mentioned certain things that I knew were. I took the time to write a profile. Yes. You took the time to read it, yes. and you wrote me an appropriate what what would be an appropriate introduction. Yes. I think that we have we're bastardizing the English yes. language and and human interaction. And the f- simple fact is. You should never send any stranger no. an email that you would not send to a straight male that you were trying to do business with. Yeah, it should be your name, yes. the reason for your absolutely. for your message, and you know a little yeah. bit about you yes. and why you think they should respond. Right. It's real simple, yeah. but it, you know, it, and it's it's got a lot to do. I think that there's not enough of an understanding of the differences between how estrogen. Right plays into women's emotional states and, yes. and how how we are yeah. and testosterone. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that women have a much more complex mix of mm-hmm. hormones. Mm-hmm. They do. And it's not as dominant in one. No. Where men, it's very testosterone yes. dominant. And testosterone, I know because I trained for a show, they, they gave me tests yeah. for just a short period yeah, of time yeah. to boost yeah. my test right before my show or before I started training because it was low. Yeah. It's the most urgent, aggressive, in-your-face, annoying feeling in the world. It's like you can't think about anything else except that, whatever it is, food. For me, it was like, I need food right now. And and it's I don't think that people, the general population understands the differences in our hormone profiles and how that plays out. 
Women's are complicated. There's a couple things I want to point out there. Complicated because the balance is more important yeah. than yours. It has to be permanent. Even when people yeah. they get on birth control, some of you guys may not know this. When women get on birth control, it takes a while to tweak it because there may be too much estrogen or too much testosterone. When they get things called pellets ingested, like yeah. I've had women come back to me, Doc, I'm humping washing machines. Like, it's too much of one thing. So you have to I balance love it that. Out, right? You have to balance it out. Um, well, with men, it's just, yeah, like you said, testosterone. It's, testosterone it's dominant. like dominant in one. But, and like you said, you can only focus on one thing. And that's why I tell guys, before you hit send, jerk off or whatever, clear your head and then start thinking sensibly. Yeah. I mean, I'm, to recap, I met Madison it was a lifestyle site, but I, I mentioned nothing about sex. Like, hey, I'd love to meet you, get together. Don't say, oh, I'd love to fuck you. Obviously, you want to fuck this one. I mean, that's obviously it's a li- Yeah. It's I mean, a given. We're they not- don't need to hear that or how big your dick is. Okay, we can get to that later if she wants to know. You didn't even, I don't think you even shared your private photo. Like, I think it was just a nice, hey, yes. I think that we, like, there's, I would really yeah. like to take you out. And we yes. had a wonderful we first did. date. That's right. And you actually said to me while we were on our first date, I think there's something here. I like you. Yeah. I don't, I kind of don't want to fuck you today. Yeah, that's right. We did. And I said, I feel the same. So yes. let's not. Yes. And we didn't. No. And we didn't even know about each other on the Twitter. And there was nothing. There, there was, was nothing. Just, there was I didn't hang out. That was hilarious. Yeah. But, but you know what? I think the reason that we're still friends and yeah. talking today is both of us were coming from a place of honesty. Yes. I think that's another thing I see in the lifestyle a lot yeah. is there's a lot of men playing in the lifestyle that are not, they're in a relationship. Yep. And they're using the lifestyle yes. as their outlet to cheat. Yes. Because, and they're doing so by only hooking up with like what married couple, yeah. like a wife, yeah. because they know she's not going to get obsessed exactly. and start ringing their phone. And it's very dirty practice. It, is. it, it is. really is very dirty practice because the women, the single women that are in the lifestyle playing, most of us, I, I we want to meet the person that we're going to do the lifestyle with. Of course. And I've had couples tell me, Hey, that guy, he's in a four-year relationship with someone. And the only reason they told me is because they know I'm actually looking for my person to do it with. And they don't give a shit because they're already married. Like, they don't care what about a situation. They're not trying to complicate it. So, I mean... Where it's, it's, you kind of, that's why the single women in the lifestyle are so selective because we have to weed through whether that person's being honest Mm -hmm. and being upfront. And you told me when on, on our first date about your many vids and stuff. And, and I, and I told you first date for me, first date conversation is first date conversation. I can only avoid a topic (laughs) so long. I generally have disclosed my work to someone prior to us even going on a date yeah. because they've asked me in text or they've asked me over the phone, right. hey, so what do you do? Because, yes. I mean, it's like the standard oh, yeah. interview. It's on there. Yeah, on the top thing. Well, where are you from? What, yeah, do you do? Yeah, what do you do? You know? Yeah. And so I, I, don't wanna, I don't want to mislead someone right. and have them not be able to handle my work because yes, exactly. it, it could complicate my life yes. very much. So it's a first date conversation. Okay. And it's still, still... Tough. No, I'm sure. I'm quite sure. No matter how open and honest I am, it's still like I I will never understand why some why they're they're okay with me doing whatever with whoever for in our life. But the fact that I see it has value offends them. And it, it's when you, because I whenever we met years ago, whatever my mini bits was just kind of starting, so. Now it's almost like I'm in that scenario. Like if I quote unquote vanilla date somebody, 
how do I bring that up? It's just kind of the same as you. Like some people are going to be like, oh, and so I'm, I'm like, you usually they'll be talking back and forth and I'll be like, look, this is kind of yeah. what goes on. It's like, I'm not, I'm not beholden to it because I have another career. Yeah. So it's something I could stop. So I'm like, but this is what I do now as a hobby and it helps. I think stuff. it's so, just at the end of the day, I think we all need to show up for ourselves Mm -hmm. and for our partners as our authentic sexual self, whatever that is for you. If I think the biggest reason that relationships fail is we don't want to accept and, uh, and acknowledge how important sexual connection and sexual compatibility is to our overall relationship experience. We want to think that this person checks all these other boxes And we'll just deal. But the fact of the matter is what carries you through bad times Mm -hmm. is laughter Mm -hmm. and sex. Mm -hmm. Yes. So if those two things are off, if you're, if you are at a eight or nine, as far as your sexual demands, like Mm -hmm. frequency, you know, whatever, and you get into a relationship with someone that's a three, I think in all aspects, whether it's attractiveness, finances, there's a degree of spread that we can tolerate right. with our numbers. Like you can have a, a four and a seven, yeah. right? Yeah. A two and a 10 is not going to yeah. work out so no. well. No. And it starts to bleed it does, over anything. You'll be like, why are we fighting over this when it may be the sexual thing? And that's huge. And I'll, But I, it applies to everything, whether it's finances, appearance, yeah, you know, energy level. Like I, I met a guy off the lifestyle site. He's a very dear friend of mine at this point. And he's, whenever I meet a single girl, he's the first person I think of. He's at the top of my list of guys that deserve a partner. Yeah. He, If I wrote him down on paper, he's a perfect man. Yeah, yeah. But he's a total pothead. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But his natural energy level, he's probably at a four or five, but he's a pothead. So he's at like a two, three, right? Let them find somebody but but, but my natural energy level oh, yeah. is like <laughs> an eight to ten. Eleven. And he said to me, I feel like I put in the right amount of effort. I did. I wasn't too pushy, Mm. but we, he, and I mean, he's a fantastic chef. He's a fucking stellar dude. Mm. Successful. You know, he's got his shit together in every regard. And he said, why has nothing evolved? And I said, if you dated me, you'd want to eat a bullet. (laughs) And, and he said, I said, I'm a 10, you know? And he said, well, I just need to keep you stoned. And I said, I don't no, want to date somebody that I've got to be in an altered exactly. state yeah, all, the all the time. time. Yeah. Man, you know? find, we just have to be real with ourselves. Yeah. yeah, and you'll find somebody that's like, and that's why I tell guys, like, when you're talking about guys that are married and going out to, or in relationships, like, there's couples out there that will tell you they don't give a shit on their profile. So stop lying to people. Look, for, It may take you a little bit of time. Guys, be fucking patient. This doesn't just work. I get I email at once, least. Once you're in. With a with like one or two yes. women that are desirable and and in demand yes. in the lifestyle, if you just handle those like oh, yeah. those rock star situations like a gentleman, yes, you're gonna get invited yes. to parties. Yeah. You're gonna be yeah. on the short list. Yeah, but guys get impatient. Testosterone. Like, well, I gotta lay. It's the testosterone. It's the urgency. It's, like, it's the most laid, urgent. Go to a thing. fucking bar. It's the easiest thing in the world. Call a professional. Laid. Yeah, even better. It's like you know, like because then you can hard. you can go to the party and fuck yeah, other exactly. girls it's too. Like, uh, take them on a date to a party. I mean, guys, there's so many options for you out there. <laughs> I know we got off the the, the butt fucking uh, topic. You can but you important. can edit whatever you need to edit out. No, no, I like this. It's good and it's important. I like to go off script according to what we're gonna do. But maybe uh, it can be two. <laughs> that's right. Well, we're leading to another one. But I think the um and and now we get to have some fun. 
That's right. We'll have that for you guys for sure. But um, anyway, I want to thank you for joining us, Miss Madison. Thank you. Um, and anybody again, I'll have her contact on the um, the website, and um, you know, find her on Twitter. I have all those links, and again, the link to the things we discussed. I'll have those hopefully in the the, the notes. Listen, when I put this one up. If you're gonna contact me, oh, yeah. I don't care where you found me. Yeah. I'm still gonna screen you. Yes, because I have an extensive database of other people who I have screened, and. Their information is as valuable and and protected to me as yours is going to be. Yeah. So, you know, just I don't know why guys think yeah. that I'm trying to blackmail. Yeah. No. All I want to know is that it's safe for me to meet yes. with you. And I'm not going to be jeopardizing anybody else, yeah. including myself, right. by meeting with them. Yes. So just cough up whatever fucking information she yes. asked for. Because guess what, guys? The cops are not verifying. No, no. They want you in the door so they can arrest you. Yes, exactly. So, you know, I mean, these aren't street walkers, guys. This is more these yeah. women have to protect themselves. I, I, I'm always baffled. Their families. I'm so. like, what, your logic is flawed. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> submit whatever you want. They aren't using. I have not once heard of any escort using anything against it. Just, it doesn't happen. It's for their protection. Uh, you know what? I've, what I have heard of is girls, like, there are predators. There are predatorial women, just anything. like there are predators. Yes. But it, they're not preying on, they're not trying to extort somebody. They're extorting them emotionally. Yes. They're they're preying on guys that are emotionally deprived yeah. Yeah. and encouraging right. emotions and connections with people that they have no business yes. of following through on. And it's just, all they're doing is just trying to drain his wallet exactly. it's not what the guys i think are thinking which is no. like oh she's gonna tell my wife no, no she's just gonna try to make you fall in love with yes. her so yes. that you spend your money yes. so it's, look at ratings and things like when you guys you know there's yeah, a process there's, to this so. i will i will provide you with links to like there's one review site that has like explicit reviews a lot of the girls don't like it because of the way the site does business. But mm. if you pay for a VIP membership on that site, they read very much like a penthouse forum. It's mm. an it's an in-depth account of that time with that girl. Yeah. So you're able to say, like, if you're really, really, really into anal right. and you, that's important to you, you can find whether that's something she offers by reading her reviews. Yeah. Because it's going to be basically like a story of okay. from the minute you got through the door oh, wow. and how the whole date went. Good. Good. Um, if somebody's into very specific BDSM mm-hmm. or something like that. I know there's fat life yeah. for those people, but sometimes like a girl may not advertise something that she's totally right, down right, for. Because right, right. we can't. Yes. We can't yeah, legally yeah. advertise right. certain stuff. Yes, it's incriminating. So we're just, we're like, oh, I'm available to date, but really it's like, oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm down for like double, double. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. Send me that link. I'll touch all this for you all out there. And these are just, just such a valuable resource and part of the lifestyle umbrella. So I like to cover all aspects for it. I think this was a fantastic episode. So again, thank you. And uh, any questions, reach out to either one of us and we will be talking to you all soon. Thank you for joining us. And that concludes this episode of the Stag Stable Podcast. I hope you all enjoyed yourself and learned something new, as that is always the goal when we get together. I'd like to invite all of you to contact me with any inquiries, questions, comments, or complaints at either the podcast email, which is thestagstable at gmail.com, the podcast Twitter account, which is at stagstable, or my personal Twitter account, which is at azjigolo. Also, through the podcast website, stagstable.buzzsprout.com, this has all the aforementioned contact links listed. Once again, I am your host, AZ Gigolo, a.k.a. Dr. Dave. 
I'd like to thank you for joining me on this latest episode of the 2021 version of the Stack Stable. I hope that all of you will hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Also, if you'd be so kind as to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on would help me quite a bit. I look forward to all of us getting together again. And until next time, and as always, I'd like everyone to stay kind, stay thoughtful, stay naughty, and stay safe.